what Tony Riccadello was there. If he oh, holds on to that position, he may well have the lead here. The West Aussie racing with so much speed. It is. The curve of oh, the Davies hit the wall. See that he blasts straight around the outside of the Audis. This is exactly what we saw Caruso do yesterday, but it's got away from Riccadello. Get everybody. Ran here, Sports Sedan TV, um, episode three of the podcast slash YouTube podcasty thing. So, just going to try and bring you regular updates as I can on what's happening in Sports Sedans because there's not a lot of information online, I suppose. Um, this year, I am at the moment just doing socials for New South Wales, uh, still talking to nationals and Victoria's uh, Victorian Sports Sedans handle that themselves. Um, but I'm in contact with Victoria, Queensland, uh, a little bit of WA, not so much of South Australia. I would love to get some more information from them. Um, but we'll have a look and see what they've got up on their page. So I'm going to keep this kind of like relaxed and light. Uh, hopefully give you guys some information and see what's happening um, with sports sedans. Um, I should say I'm very, very biased towards sports sedans. Um, and that can come across a little bit uh, maybe rude or... Uh, something like that. I understand that, but just passionate about sports sedans. Love them. I think they're the coolest cars um, in Australia. I think they're one of the coolest categories in the world um, and very undervalued. And considering um, usually these teams run these cars by themselves, it's pretty amazing how well they do. So I think what we'll look at first is um, what's happening this weekend. So Victorian sports sedans are running and also the combined sedans. Now, we'll start with the combined sedans. Um, I'm a little bit iffy on this because it's not sports sedans. It's basically like a TT category that runs at Bathurst. Um, and I don't know, it, it can kind of show things for what not what they are, which will bring us on to another thing we're going to talk about, and that is um, Brad Cheris Skyline, which is not running this year. So they have a pretty good field. It's run by Steve Lacey and sponsored by Duggan um, Family Hotels. So Mark Duggan uh, races the... VB Aston Martin, uh, super cool car, really nice bloke, really nice family. Uh, I've done work for them and I've spent time drinking beer with them. And um, yeah, down to earth Aussie crew. So um, super cool that they're supporting this this uh, this race, this race meeting. Um, there's a lot of, um, there's a fair few sports stands running. So I'm just going to look over here. I've got my, um, actually I'll bring it over here. We'll have a look and see um, who's running from sports stands. So um, I suppose the first one to notice is uh, Jeffrey Torton is running in one of the new Mark sports sedans. So these are a, a car built basically to order. Um, you know, you put your deposit down or whatever. I don't know the full details, but you you order it and you get a legal 3D sports sedan. Uh, they run a 6-litre LS. Uh, I think they're around about $350,000. Uh, I'd have to double check on that, but... They're sort of um, in that sort of price range. And I suppose for someone that has a bit of coin that would like to get into sports sedans and not take five, ten years to build a car, they're a great option. Um, based off a Mustang body, obviously um, a sports sedan must be a body that um, is a production car, so a Mustang is. Um, so there's a couple of those running. Um, Steve Lacey is also running one this weekend. He, uh, he usually runs the yellow Camaro. But um, that, that car has been retired. It's up for sale. Um, so he's now got this new car. I don't know if he's bought it or leased it, whatever. It's super cool. Um, we'll get, like I said in one of the early episodes, that 
you know, have a chat to him about it and sort of see what it's like to run that car. It's super cool. So there's a couple of those running. Um, we've got Hugh McAllister, who's running in one of those, it's like a Thai TA2 car, uh, different to the TA2 cars we have here, uh, Mustang, and it's running a 6-litre LS. No, it's not. It's running, I think it's actually running a uh, Coyote motor in it. Um, I did chat to him at uh, SMP last year. Um, so that car, the body is different from my understanding. Uh, suspension's different. It's, it is one of the TA2 style cars, much like another car that's running, which is the AMG um, Mercedes TA2 with a six liter in as well. So that's run by John Ford. That's the gold one. So there's a couple of those. So they're a good option as well. So again, not an Australian TA2 or American TA2 chassis. They're, it's like a tie or something like that. It's a different series, so they're slightly different. And they've been able to work out that they can comply to sports and regs, unlike a TA2 car, which cannot because that's 6.2 litres and the bodies supposedly are not um, accurate enough to be considered a true silhouette. Um, who else is running that's running a space frame? We've got Gavin Taylor, who's running the VS Commodore, a super cool uh, I would say an old school sports sedan. Um, so that'll be super great to see. Uh, Gav's done a few um, events up in Queensland. Uh, he's been testing the car, getting up to speed with it. And he's super, I know he's very excited to be running at Bathurst. Obviously, Mark Duggan is running the VB uh, Aston Martin. Uh, he has a new team behind him this year. Um, just trying to find out some more details. But some of the old crew are still there. They've also got a new um, group helping uh, run that car. Then we have some more Mark cars. So there's uh, one of the, there's Tony Groves, who's Victorian sports and champion, not uh, last year, but the, I think the two years before that, um, he's won that. He's taken a bit of a time off. I know he's been traveling and enjoying life, but he's gone up to the mountains. So that should be pretty good. He's a, he's a pretty good steerer. Uh, doesn't mess around. So uh, Tony Groves will be up there. It's in, it's one of the Mark one cars, which can be quite easily turned into a sports sedan just with some minor changes. We've also got uh, Nick Mantikos, who's running one of the Mark II Mustangs. Um, these cars um, originally were not built for sports sedans, but uh, once you disable the ABS and I think cover up some holes, you can run them. So he's running as well, so that we could just see. Uh, Stewie Eustace, Disco Stew, who um, has a few cars down here in Victoria. He, he has uh, one of the Nissan Altimas, and he also has a pretty cool uh, Commodore, which is getting uh, one of those Nissan V8s put in it as well. So he'll be running his Mark I um, Mazda 3 also. Scotty Cameron. Scotty Cameron will be up. He's running in the VS Commodore, uh, sponsored by Duggan Family Hotels and also um, Roderick Constructions. Don't know who they are, but hello. Good good work, guys. Um, so they'll be running that. Um, they've, they had problems last year with engines, uh, ended up actually borrowing an engine from John Goulet for the for the final two rounds, I think it was, from memory, or the, I think it was, or maybe the final round. Anyway, um, yeah, they've, they've Dave um, Scott's dad has um, built a couple of new motors, so they're all set, um, rejuvenated, and they launched their car last weekend uh, along with the, the Aston, so it's good to see them bringing some um, attention to the category and, and trying to approach it professionally, so that's super cool. Uh, we've also got Josh Pickett. So Josh Pickett is one of the South Australian boys. Um, he's got a Monaro that actually came from, I think, Speedway Racing or something like that, some sort of dirt racing. Um, 
yeah, so it'd be great to see how he goes. I know he's been wanting to run with some of the, the, the higher-up cars, so there will be it'll be good for him to gauge that against, say, the Mark cars, because they're usually, well, obviously, a Mark car one at Gold Coast. So, you know, those new Mark sports sedans um, are pretty serious bits of kit, so it'd be good to see him go against them. Paul Bochette, Paul Bochette in the red Corvette. So uh, it's a TA1 Corvette uh, with a Dodge. Yes, one of my boys. So... Um, Paul's a good steerer, but doesn't seem to have much luck. He damaged a gearbox at SMP last year, and then um, at Bathurst just didn't have a good run either. But the guy can steer. He sometimes plays around in Super 3. Uh, I think that's right. And he's got he's got an ex-supercar. So it'd be good to see how he goes. So there's those boys, and then there's a bunch of other people running, but um, I'm not sure who are sports at ends or not, so we won't go too far into that. Uh, I know Mark Tracy's running his BMW. That'll be good to see. Um, he's quite well known in the TT circles. Angus Fogg, Angus Fogg obviously ran some three national rounds last year in that Mustang. So he's bloody quick. He'll be doing 300 plus kilometers an hour down the straight. So it should be pretty interesting to see how he goes. Um, and obviously I'd be good. shout out to Anthony Sane as well. Who's running in a Chev RX-7 floor pan sports sedan. So that car's pretty basic, um, compared to the high end, say Mark cars, Talking about Mark cars a lot, aren't we? It's a bit of a, it's like a, an advertisement for them, isn't it? But it's not. Um, I think it's cool. I think it's another option to getting into sports dance. But anyway, it'd be good to see him. So yeah, good luck to everybody that's running. If I haven't mentioned you, I do apologize. But um, you can obviously hop on the the entry list for um on Facebook for the combined sedans for combined sedans, Doug and Family Hotels. Um, see if you know someone you know is running, and you can cheer for them. Now I was looking. I did have a look on their Facebook. And it says that if you can't make it to the mountain, um, that the races one and two um, will be on the Bathurst 12-hour website and on their social media, uh, while race three will be on Foxtel KO and possibly on one of the Channel 7 Pluses or 7 Mates or whatnot. So um, again, you can get over to the the Duggan Family Hotel's Bathurst 12-hour Combined Sedans 2024 page. So that has all your information. And it has a bit more of a comprehensive list so the next thing I wanted to touch on before we move to Victoria is um, about the Brad Sheriff um, car because that caused a lot of drama at the Combined Sedans uh, last year. Now, there is talk that it was banned. It wasn't banned, okay? Now, I'm going to go a bunch of, over a bunch of different things on why it wasn't banned. You're probably going to, well, it can't run exactly how it was, so it must be banned, blah, 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 fucking whatever. But it wasn't. So... Basically, um, there was a breakout time, so you couldn't do under, I believe, a 209, and Brad did break that on one lap. Spoke to Brad, he didn't mean to, he was trying to keep it under, um, and, and he didn't break it by very much, from what I understand. So, um, to give some sort of um, understanding of that, so just say he did a, a high 208, I think he did, or something like that, or whatever, he did it. I've got down here, he did a 209.17, but I'm not sure if there's another time that he did that was a little bit quicker that's not listed. But Jordan, when the Nationals went there, did a 202.54. So substantially faster than Brad's Skyline. Now, this is not a go at Brad's car or anything like that, but why would you ban a car that is, you know, like, what's that? Seven seconds? Slower over a lap when a front-running national car does a 202. And talking to Jordan, they'll go faster. They believe they'll get under two minutes at some point. But obviously, it's getting a clean lap. 
having the tyres in the right window, having the right conditions. You know, sports sedans are fairly fickle creatures um, on the edge. Jordan also had... Um, they didn't quite get the gear ratio set up properly. They also had the spare motor in, which was down on power. So um, keep that in mind. Jordan, they will go faster. So Brad did a 209.17, maybe a little bit quicker at one point. So basically, without going too far into it, we have rules on our tracks um, with power-to-weight ratio that hasn't sort of been that enforced. But anyway... Um, Motorsport Australia noticed that sports sedans were getting quicker and quicker and quicker, because we are. Not crazy amount, but we're slightly ticking away at it. And to try and get ahead of it, they've decided to, through lots of negotiation between Motorsport Australia and sports sedans, we've come back to a 1.5 to 1 rule, which I touched on in the preview, in episode one, if you want to have a look at that. Um, now, speaking to Brad, his car was pretty much running at 1.5 to 1. So he, his car wasn't really actually, it wasn't legal. It was legal, I should say, at the time. We didn't have that power to weight ratio. The only thing he did wrong was break out that 209. He went too fast. So that's, that, that's the only thing. Um, Brad's car, he decided with the rules changing and be going to 1.5 to 1, boost limits and things like that, whether you agree with them or not, that's what's, what's happened. And it's in the regs now. You can have a look at the 3D regs, the 2024 ones. Brad decided to basically park the car up. He fixed it up. He had a little bit of a bingle at the mountain. And built a new car to the regs, lighter, more suited to the job. This car started off as a time attack car, became a sports sedan, dominated in Tasmania. And after running that Bathurst combined thing, he decided that it was time to build a car for the job. So he has a new R34, same sort of package in it, lighter, running to 1.5 to 1, running to the boost limit, everything like that. So my understanding is he couldn't go this year uh, for whatever reason. I don't want to get too much into that, but he couldn't. Um, and he wants to do the national series. So um, I think it's going to be super good to see that. But just to be clear, he was not banned. The car was not banned. It's not four-wheel drive, by the way. It's two-wheel drive. It's a very, very uh, extensively and high-end car. It's not a car you buy off the friggin' off marketplace. You know, this car's serious. Got a serious motor. He builds them. He knows what he's doing. He claims it's just for going to the going to the milk bar, but it's not. It's a serious car. So anyway, not banned. He's not running this year, but it should be still good fun to watch. So check it all out. So next up, we have the Victorian Sports Announce. They're running this weekend at Sandown from round one of the Victorian state race series um we have they're saying 19 entries but we counted 22 had a bit of discussion with the old man this morning so run short we're gonna have a rent let's just go 20 we're gonna have about 20 cars entered so that's a fantastic thing now this weekend usually opening round we've been running with vic v8s but uh vic v8s have a big field of like 20 odd cars and so do we so they didn't put us together um i should say i think vic v8 should just be sports sedans but um that's probably for another podcast um, all these bloody classes that look the same that basically are the same and should run together. Anyway, it will be on Blendline TV. Um, I think we do have 
sometimes. So on Friday we have uh, open practice. So there'll be uh, three or four sessions on Friday, but Saturday qualifying is at 9.35 a.m. Race one at 1.45 p.m. And then on the Sunday, the 17th of February, race two is at 9.35 a.m. and race three at 1.35 p.m. So uh, I do believe definitely the races, maybe qualifying, but definitely the races will be on Blendline TV. Um, on Facebook and on YouTube. Don't click on any of the links in the comments because usually it's people trying to scam us. Um, Blendline have a YouTube channel and a proper Facebook page. Watch it on there. Some cool cars are running. Um, the first one I noticed is Travis Condon who ran in the Nationals last year in that little green Corolla with the big Chevy in it. Um, big personality, great to see him in State Series. I think that he'll be far more competitive in the State Series. He just wanted to do Bathurst and Gold Coast and some big events with the Nationals. So last year, so that was super cool. Um, big Dean Cam's running the Corvette again. Darden Brown in the Gallant. Uh, we've got Paul Connell who comes across from the TT world in the RX-7. Um, Jeremy Davidson. Uh, Davidson? I think he's in... I think he's in the uh, black RX-7 with the Cosworth motor, but we'll double check on that. I'll try and have a chat to some people this weekend. Brett Dickey's back, who's been doing a lot of time attack in America and also Pikes Peak in the Prelude, turbocharged Prelude. Um, got a few Commodores running, Graham Gillum in RX-7. Bruce Henley's back in the RX-8, that's fantastic. So we haven't seen um, him for a fair while now. Uh, the series champion, Francois Habib, is still in his Commodore, his Dodo Commodore. I really want to see him out in his Ford Sports sedan. I'm not really a big fan of Commodore supercars. It's not really my, my jam. So I know he's working very hard on getting the ex-Bob Gill blue um, Falcon sports sedan done. They've done a lot of suspension work, body work, cars sitting down nice, looks really tough. Um, I've got my old man, Ron McClurkin, in a 300ZX. He's had a lot of fuel issues with that, but he'll be running. Uh, Benny McLeod, who's been doing quite well in that red Commodore. I know he's building a new car as well to run. Vince Denter. Vince Denter's in the Barra Mustang. That should be super cool to see. He's been working hard in the off-season to try and get over some issues they've had with boost and different things with the car. Chaz, Chaz is back in the Camaro, so it'd be great to see um, him back out running. Kevin Stutman in the Evo 7. So he's got a couple of really quick Evo 7s. I think he sold one, but this one, um, when it goes, it's a bloody weapon. Um, I did pass it on Sandown Straight when it was on fire, and it was like I was going into the mist. Horror story. Um, thankfully, he was okay and the car wasn't too damaged. There's a lot more smoke than fire. So that's this weekend at Sandown. So that should be good to see. Um, so the next thing I wanted to talk about was the Supercars Super License Points table. So to race in Supercars, you need to have X amount of points on your license and a bunch of other things to, com to be able to do that. Now, there's lots of categories on here. Um, but I wanted to talk about supercars and sports sedans. Now, I'm trying not to rag on supercars. Um, I don't want to be like that. But this makes no fucking sense. I don't get it. Um, a Gen 3 supercar weighs, what does it say? It says, I'm looking online, 1335 kilograms, and they have 600 horsepower. Somewhere around. I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit higher, a little bit lower. But anyway, sports sedans weigh like under 1200 kilograms and have, I don't know, what do they have, 750 horsepower. So they're lighter and more powerful. Um, we don't, we run, we are allowed to run traction control. We don't run any, any ABS. Um, 
And obviously we have Aero as well, more Aero than a supercar does. So to me, a sports sedan is going to be more work to race. It's, it's faster. It's more powerful. It's lighter. It's got more Aero. I don't know. To me, it seems like you would think if you can drive a sports sedan, you can definitely bloody drive a supercar. Now, obviously, you know, supercar drivers, for the most part, are professional race drivers and are fantastic drivers and are on another level. Not all sports sedan drivers are like that. Totally get that. And to be honest, for 99% of sports sedan people, this super licensing means nothing. It doesn't mean anything to me. I don't really give a shit. I'm not racing supercars. Don't have the money. Don't have the talent. I'm old. Most of us are like that. But for someone, say, like Jordan Caruso, um, who may want to go down that road, he's talented enough. Um, he's certainly still young enough. He's pretty young. He could definitely go down that road. And maybe there are some other guys, that young kids of people with lots of money who are in sports sedans now, who may want to go down that road. And with the way that it's set up, um, it's just not going to happen. So so for sports sedans, a sports sedan, to win, when you win, you get five points. Now, where if you win in Super 2, you get 15, Super 3, 12, Porsche Cup, 12, TCR Australia, 10, more Porsche stuff, GT8, Trans Am Series, 7. Let's, let's use Trans Am. So they get seven. So only a couple more than we do. So... I don't know, it just seems, it seems like this is based on press, like how much money someone's paying. It doesn't, I don't know, there just doesn't seem to be any logic to this. Why you would say that a more powerful, lighter, faster car, someone that can control that and handle that, isn't ready to drive a supercar. It just feels ridiculous to me. I would love to get some feedback in here, technically why. Um, you know, if you look at the driver standards in Super 2 and Super 3, it's pretty fucking bad. If you look at the driving standards in the Porsche series, it's pretty fucking bad. You know, there's there's a lot of crashes. Um, I, I don't see sports sedan being worse than that, do you? I think, for the most part, the driving standards are better. I understand there's probably more professional and high-end drivers in Super 2, Super 3, and Porsche. And, and obviously Trans Am 2 is becoming more like that for some pretty high-end drivers as well. So I think that it's something that needs to be looked at. Maybe it doesn't matter because it's only going to affect the random person. But I'd like to get your feedback on what you think of this, this point system. It just seems like a bloody joke to me. It doesn't seem like it's, should I say fair? That sounds like I'm being a sook. Nothing's fair, is it? So super license, not cool. Not cool, guys. I think you fucked it up. So what's happening in the future? What have we got coming up this year? So I suppose after this weekend, the next big thing really um, is round one at Simmons Plains for the Nationals. Now, what I'm hearing is we've got 12 uh, mainland, let's say mainland, um, entrance going across on the boat and seven locals. So Brad's running in the blue skyline. That's 95% confirmed. Um, also got Ben Patel, who's got this really awesome 180SX uh, with a 2J in it. Very serious car. I do believe it's got Hollinger, the big brakes, all the good shit. Tim Mann, obviously, who won the Tasmanian Series last year, the Tasmanian Sports Fan Series, is waiting on his engine to be finished. He, he should be a good mid-runner. Steve Gangal is running in a VL Commodore. I do know that car. Uh, I think it was in Queensland for a while. So Simmons Plains should be a really interesting one with um, the Nationals heading over. Uh, we should get to see... 
I'm, I am hearing that Tony Riccadello and Jordan Caruso will be in the John Goulet uh, Audi. I have not heard if uh, young Steve Tomasi is running. That's not, I'm not sure of that. I know that Mark Duggan is, uh, Scotty Cameron is. Um, I believe Ashley Jarvis is in the Monaro. So there should be some fairly solid regular national competitors going over. Uh, competing against, you know, what some people are saying is the future, which is turbocharged cars in Tassie. And for some reason, Tassie is this little melting pot that um, has decided that sticking hair dryers on things is a good idea. And I fully embrace that and get behind it. I am a fan of the turbo. I'm a fan of all of it. It's all bloody cool to me. I'd stick a V6 turbo in my Calibra tomorrow if I could. But I um, do also love the Dodge because it's got red rocker covers, which means it's from hell. So that's great. So... Simmons Plains, I know some people are like, oh, it's too far away. Why are you going there? Blah, blah, blah. We were meant to go there last year, but uh, a bunch of things happened and we missed a deadline of being able to get the cars over. Some people are calling bullshit on that, but yeah, it's not. Um, it didn't happen for, for a bunch of reasons. So it's super good that we're getting over this year. I think it's what Tassie deserves. They deserve to have the Nationals come over. Haven't been over there for a long time. And then from there, we go to South Australia to the Bend. So that's another good one. I've heard that, again, that um, some of the guys that aren't running Tassie will be running the Bend. So that should be a bigger field. Um, and then we head to City Motorsport Park, which I believe is a combined round for New South Wales. Round four hasn't been organised yet. Well, it hasn't been organised. It's not confirmed. They're trying to work things out. So hopefully round four gets sorted out. And then round five will be Bathurst with TCR, with the Speed Series and all that sort of thing. So uh, that'll be a big way to end here. So... Um, Nationals, I think last year was one of the best years they've had in a long time, in my opinion. This year will be interesting to see how they go um, with the new regs that have come in, uh, with the economy slowing down and people running out of money, blah, blah, blah. It's fairly expensive to run a national car, I've heard. Most people spend between five and 15, I would say. That'd be so. 10 grand probably the average that people are spending around. So I know some people are spending more. I don't know many people that are spending less than five. Uh, once you factor in tires, fuel, accommodation, travel, entry, entries around about $1,500 usually for nationals, which is actually substantially less than a lot of other national categories. <clears throat> They've been trying to keep it down, but obviously everything's becoming more expensive. For example, Elf 105 is now up to five freaking 50 a litre, which kills people like me. Um, but it's the way of the world, not having to go at, at race fuels. Um, prices go up, tires are going to go, we're going to go over to. Uh, Hancock's this year, we're going from Kumo's, so haven't seen the price on them, but usually it's about two and a half grand a set, approximately. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, in other states, what's coming up? We've got South Australia, who, again, I don't hear too much about them. Uh, from them, I should say. They sort of just are doing, rowing their own boat, which is great. Good to see the boys there, uh, full steam ahead, trying to build up the category. They'll be joining in with, um, it's not a joint round, but the a number of them will be running at the Bend in May, so that should be good to see. They're starting on March the 9th, so they start just before um, Nationals at Malala for a night meeting. And then they go do a couple of rounds at the Bend, back to Malala and the Bend. I do know that they are using different configurations of the Bend, so it won't be the same one for the three rounds that are there, so that should be super cool. Uh, I know they're trying to boost up the two-litre side of things, um, they are, have been in the past a little bit more open to invited cars, trying to build up the grid. Uh, totally understandable. Kind of, um, what can I say? I'm not always a fan of that, but I understand it. They've got to do it. They've got to build up the grid. And hopefully, eventually, it'll be just sports sedans that are running. Um, 
Tassie has a million rounds. They have six rounds. They're back in there at Simmons Plains in late February. So uh, that's the weekend after. That'll be this, the weekend of when the supercars are at Bathurst. So that weekend. Uh, and then they've got a bunch of other rounds. Two leaders start in March at Quarter Park. Quarter Park's back. Quarter Park's back, baby. It's bloody good. Driven around it. I love that track. It's a little bit of a... It's like a bull ring. It's like a MA friggin' octagon. It's, it's hectic. It's cool as shit. Really fast. Easy to smash into walls. Um, elsewhere, New South Wales don't sort of kick off theirs until April. And funnily enough, it's in Winton in Victoria. But they're doing that because obviously they've been down to one racetrack. One raceway is to be confirmed at the end of the year for them. But that looks like it's it's coming back online. So that'll be fantastic. See, there's a lot of infrastructure going in there. A lot of money being spent on Old Wakefield, now known as One Raceway. Very inclusive. Uh, and then Historics. Historics is building up a lot of steam as well. And they are off to Malala in April 26, 28. So that should be super cool. Uh, I believe they've got a decent field already. Um, so head over to their page on Facebook. Everyone's on Facebook for the most part. Nationals has a Facebook page. Victoria does. New South Wales does. Two leaders do. Tassie do have a group. Uh, South Australia have a group as well. Queensland is probably actually the only one. And I don't have the Western Australia one either. I don't know why I don't have that. Check it all out. There's lots going on. And if you want to get involved, you can message me. I can put you in contact with the correct people if you like. Or otherwise, try and uh, message the club in your state directly, and they should enthusiastically help you out. Finally, I wanted to talk about some of the new cars that are coming out or being built at the moment. Um, I actually got to see some photos of the Modena, oh, is it a BRZ or a GD86, um, Toyota 86 platform? It's one of the, it's that body shape anyway. It's a full space frame car. Very serious build. Uh, it's been going for a few years now. Uh, running a LS. Now, the photos I saw were on someone's phone. Uh, and they wouldn't let me take copies. And I only got short looks because it's all very hush-hush under the cover. Probably shouldn't have been talking about it. But I'm not really giving anything away. Most people know that they're building a car. Um, I wish I had more information. From the photos... It's super high end. It's a they're not they're not building it to have a run around the back and have beers at the end of the day. They're building it to uh, to try and win. So I'm assuming they would being based in Victoria, start running some Victorian rounds and then go to nationals, but they may just go straight to nationals. So that's a car to keep out keep an eye out for from Moderna. There is um, a couple of Lambos being built, one in New South Wales, uh, by Steve's Toy Shop. I've heard that there is a new owner for that. Someone has purchased it. But I cannot get any more information out about it. Uh, I believe it's running a Chev in it, uh, which is pretty common for Steve's cars. Um, I'm assuming it'll be yellow. Good chance of it. He has lots of yellow paint, he told me. Um, so that, look, I'm, I'm keen to see that. There is also another Lambo being built in Western Australia. I have seen pictures of the framework and the body. Uh, and the guy building it, again, doesn't want to share much information. He's tossing up between, I think, um, turbocharged V6 and V8. So he's been keeping an eye on the rules. Now that they're sort of more solidified, I, I would assume he will make his choice. I'll try and get some information. Eventually I'll get a photo that I can show you guys. The Ferraris. So no more information on Tony Riccadillo's Ferrari. Uh, there is also another Ferrari being built in New South Wales, which I've seen pictures of the bodywork and I've heard the chassis 
there's some issues with that. It's getting redesigned or something. So a couple of Ferraris would be cool. Obviously, all these cars have the engines moved to the front. Um, they don't have the engines in the back. We can't do that. So these are space frame, fiberglass or carbon fiber bodied sports sedans. Um, and no, sedan sports sedans don't have to be a four-door sedan. I know some of you don't like that, but stiff shit. Uh, I think it's super cool, different body shapes. I personally don't want to just see sedans driving around. It's boring as shit. I think exotic-looking cars look good. And brings me to the last one, which has been built by Bespoke Motors in Melbourne by the Roddies. Now, this car was very close to being finished, and there was a fire, and it damaged, destroyed the body that they'd built for it. Uh, it is a Jaguar. Um, now, I'm just looking at the information here. It is an XKRS. It just looks like an Astony style Jaguar. Um, I'm sure someone will tell me exactly what model it is. Now, it's running a 6 litre IMSA V12. Uh, Group C, TWR. I'm just looking at the information on their Instagram. They are on Instagram, Bespoke Motors. Um, I know that we have to run a production based block. They're saying it's. The heads are different, but the block is closest to production. I am sure they've read the rules and that it'll be all good because that would be super cool. At the moment, it's in carbon fiber and they're saying it's going to stay in carbon fiber, which some people have yawned about, but personally, I think that's badass. I like the Formula Ones in carbon. They look sick. Black cars look... Black cars rule. What can I say? Carbon fiber is basically black. It's great. It looks sick. So there's a bunch of other cars being built as well, but they're ones that I've noticed lately. I know that Nick Smith's building a new RX-7 with some straight six turbo motory thing. Uh, I won't say what type because I'm not sure if that's public knowledge yet. Uh, who else is building cars? I know Stuart Eustace is building a Commodore. There's a bunch with a, with, a, with a Nissan motor in it. So I think we'll wind it up for today. Crossed most things, covered most things. Uh, still waiting on... Um, Motorsport Australia to come back with any information on the seats and fuel tank rules, which may be changing with sports sedans. Um, you've all seen the power to weight and complained about it and argued about it online, but that's what it is. Yes, you have to do it. Yes, you have to have a limiter. Doesn't matter if you've got a stock ECU. Doesn't matter if it's a waste of money. It's car racing. Everything's a bloody waste of money. So thanks for listening. Let me know what you want to know about. I'll try and find out. At this point, I'm not going to Tassie for nationals, but we'll see what happens. That could change five minutes before the race starts. Um, Sports Down TV, check it out on Facebook, check it out on Instagram. Like, subscribe, all that bullshit. Um, cheers, everybody.